joined now by State Senator Don DeWitt. And, uh, Senator, thanks for taking time with us here live at the uh, Illinois State Fair. Uh, Republican Day is today. Yesterday was Democrat Day. Uh, they pushed that they're uh, you know, a growing, burgeoning party that's got the supermajority, and they need to keep that. Um, uh, what's your reaction as a, a member of the, the super minority? Well, thanks. Great to be here, first of all. Um, thanks for having me. Um, well, I think when the chairman of the Democratic Party has to come out publicly and state that they are unified and ready to go, uh, that tells me they're not. Um, clearly, they are having some internal, par- internal party squabbles. Um, you know, we get a, a little different slant up in Chicago, suburban Chicago, with uh, the state of politics. Um, the state, the state party, Congresswoman Robin Kelly, the governor J.B. Pritzker, clearly having differences of opinion with regards to where the state party should be going. Uh, the governor having started his own campaign fund, um, and interestingly enough, they seem to be equally as fractured right here in Springfield. I think the energy bill is a classic example where you have uh, Democrats within their party siding with environmentalists, others are siding with labor. You've got a very significant piece of legislation that's really hung up just based on uh, partisan politics. Um, they've got to figure out a way as the controlling party in this state. I mean, we have to deal with the reality of uh, what we're dealing with from a minority standpoint, but uh, they really need to do a better job governing, and I think they're really struggling. And the fracturing of not only the party statewide and here in Springfield is indicative of that uh, that uh, controversy and that uh, confusion that's taking place. Senator Don DeWitt with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, how do Republicans gain any traction? How do they, uh, you know, I, I get that there are sometimes bipartisan bills, but sometimes, Senator, and you were part of one back in 2019, the infrastructure bill, it increased taxes. It's, and, and for some of the taxpayers out there, they see, oh, sometimes the only bipartisan stuff is whenever I'm having to pay more. I, I think they they did recognize that there was a tax increase, and yes, there was some very difficult votes that had to be taken as part of the rebuild Illinois process. But let's face it, the majority of Illinois that uh, Illinoisans that I speak to, particularly up in the western suburbs and frankly across the state, have all realized two years ago that our infrastructure was crumbling. Uh, our roads were in tough shape. Look, I, I drive Interstate 55 between January and June once a week. When you have to make a decision about where you're going to change lanes on the interstate because the seam in the road has opened up, uh, I would never put a motorcycle on that road. It's not safe. Uh, bridges across the state, we've got a very low grade from an engineering standpoint on their condition. I think most people realized that infrastructure needed to be committed to. I think people also realized that particularly with the gas tax increase, they knew exactly where that money was going to go. And the lockbox amendment that voters unanimously approved several years ago that requires those revenues to go only into infrastructure, uh, they recognized the process and they understood the fix. But that bill aside, uh, that was just one example of where there seems to be, you know, hey, we got bipartisanship and, and they really champion that, mm-hmm. uh, the Democrats do. Mm-hmm. Um, how can other priorities get taken care of? Uh, like, you know... It, being conservative with tax dollars and right. making sure that uh, we don't have waste bloat and we have proper oversight. Uh, uh, how, how do Republicans in the super minority get that across? Yeah, I think it was uh, th- this last session was a classic example, Greg. Um, Republicans worked very hard to minimize the budget cuts that the governor had introduced back in February. 
He wanted to take nearly $1.6 billion out of the budget in cuts to local government distributive funds, in cuts to um, transportation dollars that were being raised. He wanted to cut mass transit. Um, and most importantly, he wanted to cut business incentives, business incentives that had been part of the agreement for Republican support for the Rebuild Illinois program two years prior. Um, Republicans, with our municipality partners, were able to recoup almost a billion dollars of that 1.6. Um, and our colleagues across the aisle recognized that some of those issues were going to be problematic, not only for our constituents on the minority side, but their constituents as well. Um, and, and we came to an agreement on some of those issues. So um, we didn't like the budget. It was approved on a partisan basis. But um, working together, we think Republicans made that budget a little bit better this year. How do we stem the population decline? Illinois is going to lose uh, a congressional seat. Uh, we have yet to see the congressional maps. We talked with the uh, Senate Minority Leader about the entire process and the legal challenges of the maps. But uh, uh, what policies need to be in place to actually grow Illinois and not be 10 years later you know, one of three states that's losing population? Sure. Well, I think the $600 million in business incentives that were cut out of the budget that the governor insisted on uh, is a classic example. Uh, the state of Illinois continues to have some of the highest workers' comp uh, premiums in the entire country. Um, our um, unemployment insurance, IDES, is still in a state of shambles. We don't even know yet how much money has been stolen from that fund. The uh, fund has built up a $5 billion deficit. There are going to be massive premium increases on unemployment insurance premiums that employers across this state have to make. They are not going to even put a dent in the debt that has been run up uh, with regards to unemployment compensation that has been paid out. We continue to pay people to sit at home and collect unemployment insurance. Everywhere I go across this state, I, there are more help wanted signs out than I have ever seen in, in my 25 years of uh, local and, and state government involvement. So we need to come up with better uh, programs, eliminate some of the harsh costs associated with doing business in Illinois, and I think that's the only way we're going to continue to, uh, we're going to keep from people continuing to leave the state. State Senator Don DeWitt, uh, thanks again for taking time with us here at the Illinois State Fair. Uh, and uh, I imagine uh, you're going to be all over the place. You've got the lunch today. Uh, what are you uh, most looking forward to uh, when it comes to State Fair food? Well, I, I always enjoy <laughs> I always enjoy a good corn dog, um, a good pork sandwich from the pork industry here. Um, uh, agriculture is a huge component of the economy here in Illinois. It's 25% of the state economy, almost $9 billion. I just like getting down here to see uh, everything that goes on with with uh, with uh, agriculture in the state, the livestock I always enjoy. Uh, I'm not going to be buying any cows while we're down here, but it's always great to just... But if you were to, you would get some champion cows and and i mean the, the 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 incredible work that the agriculture community does and the families that are involved and yep. the young people that are involved it's uh it's on full display here at the state fair it's very encouraging state senator don dewitt thank you so much for taking time with us here on the wmay morning news feed live from the illinois state fair and we'll see you around thanks greg